Have you ever attempted to fast, do a diet cleansing, or just no sugar? How about for 30 days? My next guest did a 30-day no sugar challenge, and we're going to discuss the benefits and what he went through in the next episode of Fit Health Well. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Fit Health Well. I'm your host, Jay Denson. Uh, we are here today, and as you guys know, in addition to having people on our show who are either experts in a specific area, either have experience, I also like to highlight people that have amazing stories or is doing amazing things. So a running friend of mine that I met in New York City, and I'll just give you a little a brief background about that. Um, when I met him, his hashtag, which I thought was pretty cool, was the running chef. And the reason why he went by that, because he would always highlight these these dishes that he made on Instagram. Um, and he ran, right? So it was a, a little combination of both. And um, <clears throat> since I've gotten to know him, we've been in many running groups together, gone on runs together just for training. And um, also, he's a man of many talents. I, you know, I have to say he's very, very creative. If you can visualize someone that is a uh, DIY person, right? A do-it-yourself person. Jeffrey embodies that. Uh, I've seen this man build um, tables, uh, cabinets, uh, everything. Um, in addition to that, add multimedia to his resume because he's really good and proficient at photography, um, videography, editing, uh, I could just go on and on, right, about how talented this guy is. And, and you know, I'm grateful to uh, be of his acquaintance um, and also not only just be of his acquaintance, but be a friend of his uh, while during my time in New York and still we still have a close relationship. So I wanted to have him on the show today because he did something that I thought was very in interesting. So I've seen these, I've seen people do these challenges before. <clears throat> and there's been everything from push-up challenge to uh, no carb challenge and things like that. So he went on a no sugar challenge, right, for a month. And, you know, as many of you know, things like that is very, very hard to do. Uh, and the first thing that I think of when someone embarks on a challenge like that is discipline, right? So you have to have discipline. And um, what he did was just eliminate altogether cold turkey, no buildup, um, refined sugar from his diet. So I wanted to have him on today because you as a listener, you may have questions about, you know, what happens if I remove refined sugar from my diet for an extended period of time? Um, what happens if I have cravings during this time, right? I'm going to make sure, at least from his experience, and maybe it can help you in yours, um, have him detail what he went through, what were some of the benefits. We're definitely going to discuss the low points. I can't imagine it was a walk in the park. If it was, then I don't know. Then maybe he's just not human. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, we're going to get into everything. So uh, with no further ado, Jeffrey Restrepo, how are you today? I'm good, Jay. Thank you uh, so much for having me on your uh, podcast. No problem. Did I capture everything? Is it anything I left out? Because you're just a man of many talents. So I just wanted to make sure. Oh, I highlighted. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. No, I think you very, pretty much captured. I just like to get my hands on things and, you know, do what I can. I always like get these weird ideas that I want to just work on and think basically YouTube. YouTube is my best friend. Wherever, anything new I want to learn is go straight to YouTube. I'm like, oh, okay, that's how it's done. It's admirable. It's admirable. I'll, I'll do that to a certain extent. And then mentally, I'm just like, I'll pay somebody. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I'm the, it's easier. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm going to pay somebody kind of guy. <laughs> 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 but um, with that mm -hmm. being said, man, like, you know, this, this – 
this journey, man, that you went on is 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 pretty awesome. So yeah, I definitely wanted to get into that. Um, but but before we get into your your challenge and things like that, I just want to keep some things in perspective. Um, I know we were both running. You know, I did a challenge also myself during the during the summer, which was three run three hundred miles just to stay active. And and thankfully, I was able to finish that in about two and a half months. Um, so for yourself, and I know we know each other, we we stay pretty fit and healthy. Um, how during COVID, how have you been able to stay fit and healthy? Like, what have you been doing? Well, that's funny because. That's actually kind of the starting point in, in which I decided to commit to this challenge. Uh, due to COVID and quarantine, this was probably like the most unhealthiest year for me because I was just staying home. You know, I, was, um, I wasn't eating well. I was not buying fresh produce. For some reason, I was mostly like, I guess I was kind of put off or a little worried about buying fresh produce in in the stores that were more available to the elements or like people touching. Um, for some reason, I got it into my head that I, I was a little safer getting these processed foods that were already like in wrappers or in like the frozen food section or like canned foods. And also, you know, I didn't really have a lot of ambition to exercise or eat well. Like, I was just kind of like shut in at home. And that's kind of what led me to take on this challenge um, for October of uh, cutting those sugar. I mean, cutting sugar out of my diet. I wasn't really eating well at all. And that's news to me because... at least from what I've known, right? And we don't share everything on social media, every details of our lives, which is you shouldn't, in in my personal (laughs) opinion. Um, But, you know, there's always this assumption, right? And I think um, even with other people and and myself included, that we always think things are going well um, with people that we, you know, either we really love or or we're we're well acquainted with and we don't know what their their struggles are. Um, So I'm happy to hear that, you know, throughout, this period you weren't eating well but you said you know what i need to do something about it right so um you definitely gave us the origin to to how this got started so um why don't you walk me through the steps i don't know i would i would definitely say prior to the month beginning um what was the walk me through the steps in terms of your planning yeah so i would say this this whole thing kind of came about um not only in regards to how I felt about food uh, during the time, about you know what I was really eating, or at least being mindful about it. Um, during COVID, since I was uh, basically kind of working part time ish, you know, business was kind of slow at my job. Um, I, like you mentioned, with the DIY stuff, I, I kind of took that opportunity of having all this free time to capitalize on my uh, what I really like to do is my carpentry or woodworking projects. So uh, being at work part time, as soon as I left work, I would go straight to my uh, garage to start doing these carpentry projects. Um, I've also been working with my friend uh, over the summer on this like really large wooden gate that we're building. And we're still working on this thing. It's the biggest thing I've ever worked on. Um, But from not really being able to have a lot of free time due to being here and there all over the place. I I found that, uh, well, I realized that uh, oftentimes I was eating out too much. Um, I I wouldn't go home to make lunch. I would go straight to like McDonald's or Wendy's or any fast food kind of option just to keep me moving, just to go from one thing to the next, uh, just because I wanted to stay busy and also get things done. Um, And then it was actually my friend who, brought up the idea of cutting sugar out for a month. And this is something that I've never thought of doing myself. I know people who have done it in the past, but it never occurred to me. I just thought, I just heard about it and I was like, mm, yeah, that's not for me. I, it, it was just not one of those things that was really, I felt like I needed to do uh, until my friend brought it up. He's like, yeah, you know, I've gained a whole lot of weight over uh, quarantine or uh, COVID and 
I'm thinking I'm going to cut out sugar. And I was like, you know what? That's a really great idea. I never thought about it or did it before, but from taking like a little time to analyze what my meals were throughout the day, I started to realize, you know what? For breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I'm consuming sugar. Uh, For breakfast, I normally just go for like an egg sandwich. Um, but then I quickly follow that up with my coffee and like a baked good, like a donut or a brownie or a coffee cake, just something that just became a habit. It was the egg sandwich. Maybe one hour later, I go straight into my baked good to have that with my coffee. And for lunch, it was always like fast food, whether it was pizza, McDonald's, Shake Shack, whatever it is. But I, I always had a Coca-Cola or Pepsi because of two reasons. I wanted the caffeine to kind of keep me motivated to keep going because I'm going from one job to the next and I'm like, I need this extra energy. So I'll, I'll have that little bit of caffeine and, and uh, having a soda every single day. I, I, it just really started to, I, I noticed that I really started to pick that up, which was a habit that I, I usually didn't drink soda that, that much before. And then uh, when I would get home from my woodworking or carpentry stuff, I didn't have any ambition to cook at all. It was probably like I got home a little later and I know that it's kind of late. I don't want to eat anything heavy. So I usually at nighttime, I I like to have some breakfast food, which is usually like some cereal. Have a bowl of cereal and then I'm done for the day. And then from there, like when my friend brought that up, I guess he, that's something that he did before the no sugar challenge. When he brought that up, I'm like, you know what? I'm having sugar all day long and I feel terrible. Um, not only did I, I feel sluggish, but I felt like I was putting on, putting on some weight. I wasn't in shape. I, I haven't been working out throughout all of uh, COVID. I, I wanted to try to get on a regular exercise regimen. But that wasn't working. So when he told me that, I was super motivated. I was like, you know what? Can I do this? And what will happen if I do do it? Well, wow. First off, (laughs) thank you for that. That was very detailed, (laughs) right? Because, you know, a lot of times when you you embark on something like this, and and I think initially when you started talking about it on social media and and recruiting people to join you, um, the first question is the why. Right. And, 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 and thank you for sharing this. Cause this is something that wasn't shared on your social media. Like I had no idea as I'm listening to it, um, knowing your struggles in terms of you like drinking soda. Um, I never even seen you pick it up when we were running, maybe a smoothie, some water. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's kind of like you did a 180 um, from what I was familiar with, with what you were, what you were dealing with. And um, uh, you kind of went, got into a sunken hole, I'd say in terms of your health. Um, so, but I'm glad. And one thing that I do know about you is when you put your mind to something, you 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 definitely go, th- you follow through with it. So um, <clears throat> I was definitely glad to hear uh, that you came up with a game plan um, to kind of just resolve this, right? Because it, it sounds like you just were really not only just overall for your health, but you wanted to change your mood. And um, that's definitely something important because with anyone speaking to some, someone that works long hours as well, too. I don't drink soda, maybe little to none, but I did start drinking coffee um, for that mm-hmm. caffeine, right? And it's, I, I really don't want to. Um, it's, I never was a coffee drinker, drinker historically. So um, what you're about to tell us now, not only will be helpful for myself, but I feel like it'll be helpful, helpful for listeners. So let's now walk me into the steps just so you brief previously did. You did an amazing job at that. Um, when you began it, right? Let's uh, talk about the first couple of weeks uh, in terms of what your moods were um, and what were some of the foods that you substituted uh, in terms like the donuts, right? And the soda and the mm-hmm. cereal. What foods were you substituting during this period? Yeah, so when this challenge started, it was kind of like a shell shock because I really did have to change every part of my diet since as I just mentioned, every part of my, my day involved sugar. So I was over here thinking about, oh my goodness, you know, what contains sugar and what doesn't? I felt like this was a, like a whole new world. Um, even, uh, it's funny because even in the beginning, 
uh, I was like, okay, I'll just skip out on my brownie or my coffee cake with my coffee. Um, and then I was having my egg sandwich. But it took me a couple of days to realize, you know, there's, there's added sugar in bread as well. And I thought bread was fine. Uh, and and it, it wasn't until I went to the grocery store to do, start doing some grocery shopping that I started looking at all the packages of bread. And I'm like, oh, there's sugar in all of these breads. I mean, that's part of the, the baking process, I guess. I'm like, oh, okay. So now I got to work my way around this. Uh, and another big thing about it too is like, there's no way I can continue eating out if I want to keep up with this challenge. Um, I mean, in the morning, I would still go to the deli and have breakfast from the deli. But I, instead of having my usual like egg sandwich, I opted out for a wrap, an egg wrap. And, you know, one healthy decision kind of leads to another uh, in the sense that instead of getting like a bacon, egg and cheese, I decided, you know what, let me get some some eggs, maybe some spinach and some avocado in, in my wrap. And I was uh, kind of having that for breakfast uh, and no baked good with coffee uh, in the beginning. It was just trying to be super mindful about what I'm eating. And uh, for lunch, it wasn't a I couldn't go straight to McDonald's or Wendy's anymore. I knew I had to, you know, be a little more responsible. And I actually had a plan of cooking at home to start making sure everything that I eat is doesn't contain sugar so that's where i spent a lot more time going to the grocery store looking at all these uh food labels something that i've never really done before and i'm it was uh it was you know a big learning experience because there was a lot of things that i was like oh this contains a lot of sugar that i didn't really realize in the past i was like oh okay that's good to know uh, so it did involve me having to put in that extra effort of going home, taking the time to, you know, throw together a meal and uh, being a little more mindful about what I'm eating. Definitely. And um, <clears throat> I know you mentioned like sugar being in bread, right? Because I think that's something we don't we don't intend on. Were, were mm -hmm. there any were there any slip ups during this period? Um, and And I would assume you had discipline, but like what you said, like maybe you consumed something and, and you were like, oh my goodness, this high sugar and it, this kind of kills from my plan. Um, you know, did you, did you have any moments where you realized it was something you, you ate that did have re refined sugar during this period? For the most part, it was mostly like, yeah, just that instance with the bread, everything else I kind of stick to like my, my standard, uh, well, what I did start eating more of was I would get home and, you know, for example, I would make some rice and beans and some chicken. Uh, I, uh, let's see what else I used to eat. Mm, oh, I was making some, uh, some pasta, like some spaghetti with some, uh, uh, pesto spaghetti, for example. Uh, just thinking of new recipes that I could cook at home. My, one of my priorities in regards to cooking at home was, throwing together something fast, um, something that I can kind of do quickly. Uh, since my main goal was kind of like getting from one job to the next, I wanted to still be able to do something fast that doesn't take up too much time because I know if I'm cooking like a really big meal that takes too much time, I'm not going to be able to stick to this challenge. Um, and then uh, in regards to substituting, um, whenever I did have some kind of craving for sweetness, I was eating more fruit. Uh, and prior to this challenge, I basically never even touched fruit. So uh, I did allow myself to have fruit during this month of the no sugar challenge. I was kind of sticking to two pieces of fruit per day, like a banana in the morning. Instead of a, a brownie or a donut, I'll have a banana with my coffee. And then when I get home, maybe like an apple or a little clementine or tangerine. And that is one kind of way that I wanted to like keep myself, you know, from going crazy without uh, having all this sugar because the sugar that's in fruit is natural. It's not like this refined added sugar. And that's a whole lot better for you 
Um, so I was like, yeah, definitely going to start eating more fruits, more veggies, just uh, being more mindful about being healthy and knowing what you're eating versus all these foods that are, you know, just not good for you. Exactly. So you covered the food aspect of it. <clears throat> Let's talk about the liquids, right? I think that's very, very important. So what were you doing to replace soda? And I think a lot of people going to want to know this question as well. Um, coffee, right? Because for the caffeine, mm-hmm. for those of us, you know, that work long hour jobs, or, you know, as you mentioned before, especially during this time, people are in between jobs and maybe working two jobs. Um, and they just need something quick and, and fast. Did you just stick the water strictly? Like, what were you doing in terms of your liquid to eliminate this, uh, the, the, the sugar? So going into this, I mean, even before going into this, I always knew that the healthiest way to intake liquids is just straight up water. Um, it was difficult because I'm just so used to having soda with my pizza or soda with my burgers and fries and everything aside from that is just weird to me um it was it was really tricky because and it's so funny because i it kept me from going to these places knowing that i can't have the soda so knowing that i'm not allowed to have soda i would not get pizza or knowing that i cannot have soda i would not go get the burger and fries because it's just weird to me it's just something i'm so used to so yeah, literally, I just said to myself, uh, this bottle right here, I just carried this with me everywhere, kept it filled with water, and that's all I drank. Uh, the coffee, uh, I, I stopped adding sugar to my coffee a long time ago, uh, because whenever I did have coffee, it was usually early in the morning and usually at work. And if I'm having coffee, I'm also having that with a donut or a brownie or whatever sweet baked good I'm having in the morning. I'm like, oh, if, if I'm having sugar with this baked good, I don't need it in my coffee. Since I eat it together, I'm fine with that. I did have a, one friend that was struggling with this because she was so used to having a little bit of sugar in their coffee and, you know, had a real big problem, like having just coffee with, you know, without any of that sweetness. So I know it's harder for other people, but I, I got used to it. I got used to having the coffee. And like, I like, yeah, right. I definitely liked your strategy, right? Because um, <clears throat> this is what, it, you know, I'll, I'll summarize what you said. And, and, and I really like what you did. You said, you know, I like pizza, but I knew I had to eliminate soda. So guess what? I didn't have pizza. <laughs> and the same thing with the, with the donuts, right? You knew that like, if you had that, that coffee, um, especially you had a sugar in it, you know, you were going to pair that with a donut. Um, so it led you, you know, by eliminating, I feel like the one thing it, you also eliminated the other thing, which was whether it was the pizza, right. Or, or the fast food burger, or the processed burger, things like that. So, um, you know, you, that, I, I think that's a really, really useful strategy to anyone who's listening. Um, you know, come up, everyone's different, right. Come up with your own ways on how to get through something like this. But, um, to me, I definitely found that 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 very um insightful. Um, now, with that being said, I also want to talk about, unless you're just a superhuman, what were what were some of your struggles? If you could give me the top three things that you struggled with during this period, um, what were they, and how did you overcome them? The struggle was <clears throat> getting over the cravings. Uh, there, are, the cravings are real. Uh, there was just no way around it. There were some nights where I would get home and I cannot stop thinking about having some sweet, something sweet, some baked good or some cereal, just something. And since I was so used to having sugar this whole time, the cravings, they, they did really hit. And the only way to describe the feeling of these cravings is there's just an empty feeling inside. No matter how big of a meal I had for dinner, no matter how much water I drank, no matter how full I am, there is this emptiness. There's something missing. And I can't describe it any other way than that. (laughs) Um, And when it got real bad, it it was mostly really bad in the beginning. I'd say the first week, maybe first week and a half, that's when it really hits. And 
there were a couple of days where I, I had to go to sleep early just to get my mind off of it. I couldn't do anything else. I couldn't focus on, you know, being on my computer or watching TV. I was just kind of miserable. And uh, I just went to sleep early and figured if I go to sleep, I'll just wake up in the morning and have breakfast and hopefully things, things are better in the morning. And it, it got to the point where like, it didn't even matter if I had fruit, uh, the, the sweetness from the fruit would not suffice. It was, it was pretty bad. Uh, but, you know, thankfully, uh, when I decided to take on this challenge and uh, I, I was a little iffy about putting this out there on social media uh, because I was a little worried if I couldn't stick to this and I had put that out there, then I would feel kind of like I failed um, not just myself, but people who were like thinking, Oh, you know, that's cool. You know, uh, he's going to be able to do this. I was a little worried about that. But once, uh, once I started getting some people who were interested in, in the challenge, some people started getting on board. A couple of my friends mentioned, Hey, we should start like a group chat of people who are interested in doing this to kind of help uh, people stay accountable. You know, that, that was like the ultimate weapon in getting this done, getting this mission accomplished, knowing that there were people out there depending on me that, you know, people who were like in this together, that was, that was the strongest tool in actually getting through this was knowing that I'm not alone and that there's people out there depending on me and to get through this month without having these uh added triggers and i love that right like um <clears throat> I always do like summaries on these shows when i get responses back and, and and the two the two challenges uh listeners um as you guys hear in jeff's story is you know one the sugar cravings are real uh, i should have had i wasn't prepared i should i should have had um, some some stats to back this up but it's scientifically proven that our bodies um is chemically addicted to sugar like it's worse than cocaine. Yeah, it's right? absolutely <clears throat> this is a fact and i don't and i don't have those that the the data to share with you guys but you can you guys you can google this stuff up so what jeff is speaking to is real i'll go one day he actually invited me <laughs> to do this and i just i'm not there yet um but i yeah i'll go one day without sugar and like exactly what he said uh i think my problem is I get those cravings before bed and, and going to bed at night and like I have some chips or um, whether it's chips or a piece of cake or something like that. So um, those cravings are real. Um, and how he countered that was by going to bed, right? Trying to like kind of shift his mind off of it. And even, even substituting it for fruit wasn't enough, which speaks to our chemical addiction to sugar. It's, it's just there. Um, and then the second thing, which I thought was pretty dope, Jeff, that you spoke of is, um, you know, I think anyone that knows this and, and I've been type of that, that type of person that, that do this as well is when you put a challenge out there and, and you have people join you, that's it. You have to commit. I feel like, right. Like you, you know, you can't be like, I'm going to do this for a month and then you don't do it. So now people are just going to be like, man, this guy's a liar or he's done this before. I'm not right. You're no longer credible. So you got to yeah. own it. Right. So, um, that's, that's, thank you for giving us some, some illustrations and examples of, you know, how you struggled and how you've dealt with that. And now I want to talk about the good things, right? So if we're going off of a timeline within a month, it sounds like the first week and a half was where you struggled the most. I'm assuming by week two and beyond, things uh, turned around for you. So let me know, let's speak to that. Uh, you know, let let me know what when did it start turning around for you? How was your mood, and how did your body feel during the course of a 24-hour period? So, the cravings, I would say that those kind of stuck around for a while. But the way that I reacted to them, I noticed the difference. Um, I noticed the change there. And whenever I got the craving, I kind of started to pause and take a, a kind of like a second analysis as to, you know, how is my body feeling and why is it feeling this way? 
what I started to realize or what I started to notice is that these cravings, they weren't random. They usually started happening around the time that I'm, uh, that is normally like my, my meal time. Um, and then from just being mindful about it, of understanding when those cravings hit, I started to realize, I think this is just my body telling me that I'm starting to get hungry, that I'm starting to feel like it's time to eat. Um, so usually the cravings for me, um, they would happen around lunchtime, around like noon, 11 to noon. Um, and then at home, uh, around like 6 to 7 p.m. around there. That's usually when I'm like having dinner, like getting home to have dinner. And just understanding these cravings from the beginning, like in the beginning of the challenge, these cravings used to hit. And I was like, oh, my God, I just need to have sugar. Um, I'm, my mind kind of went into automatic mode where I'm just I want to have some sugar to to get over this. But then a couple of weeks into it, I'm thinking to myself, you know, these cravings now that they're becoming more regular I'm starting to understand also these cravings are hitting me around lunchtime and around dinner time. So I feel like it was just my body or my brain telling me I'm, I'm craving sugar. But in reality, I think it's just that the body was telling me it's time to eat. And the, I started realizing that the craving for sugar came before, you know, when you're hungry, your body tells you, oh, you're hungry. So let's go get some food. But the craving was kind of kicking in before that, like, my stomach didn't really feel hungry, but I think, oh, you know, in, a, in an hour, it's lunchtime. So it was around week two that I started to uh, realize that these cravings that I was receiving or feeling, uh, they kind of had a little purpose. I felt like it was just my body telling me it was time to eat. And from there, I would just, you know, focus, spend a little more time realizing it's just lunchtime or it's dinner time, and then I just started to uh, feel better. The cravings started to get a, um, a lot less, a lot less frequent. Uh, I started to be more mindful, and from there I started feeling good. It wasn't though until about like week three, I guess, into this challenge that I started to feel something new that wasn't a part of it until. Um, so I wake up early for work. I wake up around 5.30 a.m. because uh, I start work at 6.30. Um, and then I started to realize when I wake up this early, prior to this, I mean, I've been waking up this early for a couple of years now for my job. I started to realize I'm on the train and I'm not feeling as tired or as sluggish as I used to feel. Um, and this was just really weird to me because I, I've never been used to that. I was still going to sleep around the same time, around 9.30, 10 p.m. So I'm thinking to myself, trying to analyze my situation a little more. And I started to realize, like, the only thing that I've been doing differently is I haven't been eating sugar. Um, and all of a sudden, I'm waking up super early in the morning. And I'm noticing that I'm alert, a, a lot more alert than I was before. Uh, I'm not dreading getting out of bed. If there was any kind of dread getting out of bed was because it was a little cold out. And I didn't want to leave the warmth of my bed. <laughs> but I started to realize like, it's so much easier getting out of bed. I'm wide awake. I'm not like rubbing my eyes. I'm not yawning. I didn't even need to drink coffee anymore. It was just like this whole new world. And, and during, I guess the last week is when I was like fully, I fully understood that I, I have all this extra energy now that I'm not having sugar. And it, it was absolutely incredible. Not only is it something that's affecting, you know, the way I feel in the morning, super early in the morning, but I also started to realize that my energy level throughout the day, from the moment I wake up to the time it's uh, until it's time to go to bed, it's just very consistent the whole way through. Like I'm wide awake, I'm alert. I, I wasn't crashing. I, I usually, by the time I get home, that's when I used to, you know, have my McDonald's and have that Coke 
or Pepsi. And I was thinking, yeah, like I don't, I don't need any of that anymore. My energy levels consistent. I'm not having that afternoon crash or afternoon, whatever. And I was like, this is, this is incredible. I've never felt this way before that I'm able to just wake up and I'm like, already good to go. Let's do this all the way through the whole day. Uh, and it's funny because I actually started to feel some negative uh, parts to that. Uh, I, I was waking up at like 4 a.m. throughout the third and fourth week. And my alarm clock doesn't, you know, doesn't wake me up until like 5.30. So I'm over here thinking, is this, you know, negatively affecting my sleep? Is not having sugar making me wake up? And I, I, I'm, I've always been known to be a heavy sleeper. But now I started realizing during the third and fourth week, I'm waking up randomly, like 3 a.m., 4 a.m. My alarm hasn't gone off. And I'm over here like, oh, my goodness, is this like messing with my sleep somehow? Um, because I just wake up randomly. I look at the time and I'm like, oh, this is way too early. I have to go back to bed now. And I was a little worried, but the worry went away because if I was getting like bad sleep or you know, having some poor sleep patterns, it would have shown throughout the day. But none of that actually happened. I I just felt good throughout the entire day. And I guess uh, my body just waking up randomly during the night was the side effects to it. But it wasn't negative. I, I thought that, oh, my goodness, now that I'm waking up randomly in the middle of the night, this is just going to throw me off. My sleep patterns are going to be bad. No, none of that. I just felt good. And that's crazy, right? Because instinctively, you think there's something wrong. I think anybody would, right? You're like, <clears throat> yeah, okay, great. I eliminated sugar. And now your body's waking up literally 90 minutes before, you know, <laughs> you're, you're, you're used to doing. And th- that would be one thing that's definitely going through a lot of our minds. It's just like, oh, no, nah, man, at some point in the day, I'm going to crash. And, you know, you, you probably were just laying there with your eyes shut, but you're just like wide awake. And, 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 and wondering, right, like at what point during the day you were just going to crash and um, it was just going to get crazy. So it was that that part of it, um, of hearing that and then knowing that, no, you have sustainable energy during the course of the day and just doing that one task gave you an extra hour and a half. That's amazing to hear. Uh, what about weight loss now? The, this is another element to um, that people are probably going to be curious about and ask, did you lose any weight? If so, how much? That's actually the funny part because at least to me, it was the funny part because that kind of was one of the reasons that I wanted to do this challenge. Um, it, well, the thing is when I started the challenge, I weighed myself uh, because I wanted to see if, what kind of difference would uh, happen if I stopped eating all the sugar. Uh, and I'm uh, I'm five foot eight, and when I weighed myself in the beginning, I was 172 pounds. And when I finished this challenge, I was 171 pounds. So I I only <laughs> I only lost one pound, and I'm like over here like what what happened? Um, what what's the like what's going on? I, I was eating you know so terribly prior to this, and I was expecting a significant weight loss uh, or something. Um, but I guess with the food that I was substituting, it was just kind of keeping me at the same, uh, kind of calorie, calorie, uh, I don't know the word. Yeah. The calorie calorie intake. Yeah. So I wasn't really kind of losing weight in that regard. And it was one of the reasons that I did want to cut out the sugar because I noticed that if I'm having fast food every single day for lunch with, you know, Coke or Pepsi. If I'm having cereal every night before I go to bed, if I'm having a baked good, a donut, a, a cheese Danish every morning, then it has to be pretty obvious that I lose some weight. But no, that wasn't the case for me. And I guess maybe uh, it was what I was eating, what I was substituting it, uh, my food with was the same amount of calories or I don't know. I really don't know. I, that was one, one of the things that really surprised me. Uh, but uh, some of the people in the group that I started had, they did have some kind of weight loss uh, in their in their experience. So 
it was very interesting to see how this challenge affected me versus other people. Yeah, because uh, you was able to compare. Yeah, some somebody. Yeah, exactly. Someone, somebody else had mentioned that they also were feeling a lot more energy throughout their day. I was like, oh, that's great. So it's not just me. You know, we're similar in that regard. Um, and then she had already. She had also mentioned that she started to notice that her skin was getting a lot clearer as well. Um, and that's not something really that I can relate to um, because my skin. I, I don't really get too many blemishes in general before or during this. So I, I, that wasn't something that I could relate to, but uh, hearing that uh, I was like, Oh, that's very interesting. You know, um, that your skin is feeling clear. And, and that was actually one of the things that I was reading on reading about during the challenge. Uh, so what I, I had started a Facebook group in order to, kind of get all of our, the collective uh, people who are interested in the challenge together uh, because I wanted to be able to, you know, have a little space where people can talk and share their experiences. And I was also sharing some articles that I found online about, you know, things to expect when you quit sugar. And that was one of the things that, were list that was listed. Um, so that was very interesting. Um, but the thing about the sleep, that was like, I, I didn't see that anywhere. Uh, and then I, uh, when I mentioned that I was losing sleep, I was a little worried. Uh, so I did do like a Google search, like what does sugar have to do with your sleep? And it did mention that when you stop eating sugar, your body sleeps better. You, have, you get better sleep. And that's something that I didn't find when I was initially searching for articles. But once I started to realize that I'm, oh man, I'm like waking up in the middle of the night, but I also feel like I'm getting so much better sleep. I did a little Google search and it actually turns out that uh, eating sugar uh, produces this, this hormone. I forgot the name of it. It's a very scientific name, but it, it kind of keeps you a, a, away from getting a good night's sleep. And that alone, that alone is worth the challenge for me because someone who came into this challenge because I started to realize that, you know, I'm, uh, I'm over here having this, this ca caffeinated uh, soda in order to keep me going through the day. Uh, but then turns out that this extra sugar that gives you momentary energy actually causes you to crash a lot longer than that momentary energy. And and that my biggest takeaway was that from this challenge was my energy level is so much better. It's like a superpower. That's, That's what amazing. I compare it to. Yeah, it's I like all, it's like a sixth sense, right? Like just, yeah. That's amazing, man. Um, were were you or anyone in your group? Because I think too, and a lot of times we get uh, focused on weight, um, but we don't recognize uh, body fat percentage, right? Because yeah, like you said, you lost one pound, but how much body fat, right? Did you did you lose? I, I think a lot of times we tend to focus. To, and to me, that's the most important part um, is getting rid of that that excess fat that um you know eventually you know when we have sugary uh, carbs and, and 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 just refined sugars, it tends to go. Um, did you were you tracking your your body fat percentage, or was anyone in your group doing it as well? And do we have any success stories regarding that? I, I actually, I wasn't not, I was not tracking body fat. Um, I didn't even want to bring that up uh, to the group because I didn't want to kind of create like this on level kind of situation where some people are feeling uh, these kind of, I didn't want to bring anything in regards to some people feeling left out in regards to their improvement during the challenge i didn't want to go into the group and say oh my goodness i've lost 10 pounds how are you all doing and then start some people start feeling like oh i'm not losing any weight maybe i'm doing something wrong or maybe there's something wrong with me and that's that's also why i never kind of brought it up i just 
by chance in the beginning of the challenge, I weighed myself and I was like, ah, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. But I never brought that up because I know everybody has a different kind of body and uh, things are different for everyone. Uh, for the most part, I was just mostly curious uh, about what this challenge would bring. But regardless, I knew what it would bring would be positive at the end, no matter what the effects were. So in the beginning, when I was telling people, you know, I'm starting to feel like I have more energy uh, throughout my day. Is anybody else feeling any something, feeling anything new or feeling anything different to try to get an idea of who's feeling what? And some people, for the most part, it, it was, uh, the feedback was in regards to energy throughout the day. And I think that was the biggest takeaway for this challenge. And that's pretty was, dope. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. What were you going to say? Uh, no, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was going to say that's pretty dope that um, I like that you didn't embark on this by yourself. You know, you had a group of people. I, I think that's really good because you were able to compare and contrast um, in terms of what were some of the benefits because, you know, uh, the 30-day challenge in regards to eliminating that from your diet a lot of this is based off your experience, um, but it's also your, not only are you learning by having a group, what you're going through, but what other individuals are doing, right? So as like you said, um, previously is, you know, you didn't know about the skin, right? And, and someone else mm -hmm. maybe that's been struggling with bad skin, acne, um, and, and anything having to do with dermatology, um, that, that was an asset for them, right? It, it, it really mm -hmm. helped them. So you, it's really good to hear that. And I think you've executed this very, very well. Like this is something that, um, that not only you weren't familiar with, you educated yourself on it. You got some people to, um, to, to join you on this and you provided a space of support, right. In, in terms of guidance and it's really well executed. So I'm really impressed by that, Jeff. Um, close, so closing this thing out. Yeah, no problem. Closing this thing out. You know, you, you, you get to the, the, the end of the month, right? You, you, 30 days, you had no sugar. Um, this is where I want to hear the success stories, not only from yourself, but from people from your group. Um, what happened, you know, uh, I would say the first of the month after you've completed a whole month. Um, and my second part question to that is, are you going to move forward with it? So we'll start with the first part is, is how did you, how did you feel? And, and give me some success stories from your group uh, at the end of the month. Yeah. So the, well, the first of the month, I kind of felt like I had to do this, but it, 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 it was kind of a letdown in a certain, <laughs> certain sense. So I, I was thinking to myself throughout this whole challenge, I was thinking to myself, oh man, I cannot wait until November hits and then I'll finally be able to go and eat the whatever baked good or sweet, you know, whatever that I've been dying to eat this whole month and, and just to celebrate. And that's what I did. I, I went with my girlfriend to this donut place in Long Island. Uh, Cause she also did the challenge with me and we were like, all right, we got to do something. We went to this donut place. We got like this thing of six donuts. And then uh, it was like on a rainy day too. We went and we were sitting in the car and we were over here just stuffing our faces with <laughs> donuts. Uh, but you know what? The donuts, they were delicious. But at the same time, when I'm eating, I'm like, this is delicious, but it's almost like I don't need this anymore. Did you like feel dirty? This, yeah, I feel like I feel, <laughs> did I you feel dirty? myself. <laughs> like I didn't really need this. Like I'm better than this. I did. I did a whole month. Like I'm, I'm above this now. Now, yeah. it, it was it was delicious. But I remember, I remember that eating these donuts before, when I was eating sugar on a regular basis, they were way better. So I think that my body kind of got used to not having that sugar there, and that is one of the things that I did read online is the more you eat sugar, the more you want to eat sugar. The less you eat sugar, the less you want to eat sugar. And, and that kind of really, that really did like bring, remind me of that when we were sitting in the car eating these donuts. I'm like, this is, this is, yeah, it's delicious. But you know what? I remember these donuts just being so much better. Um, so I was thinking to myself, yeah, you know, the, the biggest, the best thing about this challenge is me realizing like, 
I unlock this new and better version of myself. And I want to keep that going. I, I want to be able to say, like, I'm waking up early in the morning and I have this great amount of energy uh, that I can do, you know, just about anything I want during the day and not have this this crash that kind of, you know, takes away your motivation throughout the day. Uh, I don't I don't want to lose the superpower that I, I found. So I want to I, I do want to keep going. Uh, there have, there has already been a few days this month where I've been a little more forgiving and I was like, yeah, sure. I'll have, I'll have a soda with my pizza or yeah, I'll have a little, little bit of cereal tonight. But right now it's, I'm being a lot more mindful about what I'm eating, especially, you know, spending an entire month looking at all the ingredients on, on groceries when you're in the grocery store. And I'm thinking to myself, do I want to get back to my what I used to eat before, which was like just whatever I'm in the mood for, or do I want to continue this lifestyle of having this extra amount of energy where I'm not dreading waking up in the morning, where I'm not slowing down during the day? And I do, I do want to, you know, kind of still continue on the path of reducing the amount of sugar I eat during 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 my day. I'm loving yeah. it. And and you know what you've earned it. Like I I think what you what you've done um, is you've illustrated an overwhelmingly amount of discipline regarding your diet, and that's commendable, right? So you know even it's I'm glad to hear that you're going to move forward with it. But you know even if you have a soda with a meal, right, or you know you have a donut, it's not going to be comparable to what you were doing before, right? Because mm. at any weight, at any rate, it's going to be a drastic reduction to the amount of sh- And I'm pretty sure you weren't measuring it, but the amount of grams of sugar of your daily intake you were pre- previously. So um, yeah. I think that you've, yeah, you've, you've built a body now um, that's sustainable, that, that can be sustainable during the course of a day with a low sugar count. And I think that's your win right? That's your win. Um, It empowers you. Like you said, it's your superpower and you can run with it. So that's pretty dope. And in regards to your group, do we have any success stories from any other individuals? Are they going to keep going? Or do we have some people that's just going to relapse and be like, this is done for me? Yeah. I mean, there, there were a few people uh, at the end of the challenge who were like really you know, there was a lot of excitement, you know, there was a lot of uh, motivation to continue uh, uh, without having all this extra added sugar. And I was happy to, I was really happy to hear about that because everyone who was telling me like, oh, I'm feeling great. I have so much energy now. Um, the girl that told me that her skin is clearing up. I'm, I'm feeling like I helped them reach this point where well we kind of all did this together we did this as a group we all got here and we're all feeling great and then we're all feeling motivated uh it actually brought me to the point where i wanted to continue with the 30-day challenges uh for november i wanted to do like a fitness challenge but things kind of you know went to the side uh because you know the beginning of this month was a little stressful with election and I was like, you know what? Maybe now's not a good time. I I, I do want to just get through the rest of this year. I was thinking, you know, come January, I'll uh, get back into the no sugar challenge to see if there's anybody else out there who is interested in taking on this challenge. I know January is a really big time of the year for people who want to improve their health, improve, you know, whether it's exercise or whether it's what they're eating. I was thinking about kicking this back off. And, you know, uh, I did have a couple friends who had joined the challenge and then about a week or two weeks into it, I'm asking, you know, how is everybody doing? Uh, let me know your progress. Some people did mention, Oh, you know what? I failed. I started eating sugar, but you know, good luck on the rest of the month. And I'm over here thinking, Hey man, if you had a little sugar, it doesn't mean that you, you know, can't go the rest of the month without having uh, sugar is, uh, I think some people kind of feel like they failed. Now they have to just give up, but there, there's always time to get back into it. 
you know, if you had a little sugar, it's not a big problem, you know, just be a little more mindful about what you're eating. And uh, it did feel really good to hear the success story. So I do want to keep it up. And uh, I do kind of want to feel like um, I'm, I'm there to support anybody who's who's having some struggles. Uh, because for me, I think my hardest part was, yeah, I was having some cravings. But there are other people who have tougher times. Um, like some of the side effects of going, you know, cold turkey on sugar or like you get some bad headaches, you know, you get some stomach aches. I was uh, pretty fortunate that I didn't really have headaches or anything like that. It was just the cravings that were keeping me awake. And I was like, ah, make some sugar. So I still want to be the person that's there to like help keep people motivated and get them through this. Because I think this is a really great way to, you know, take care of yourself. Uh, cutting sugar from your diet is also good for your heart. Uh, so, you know, the longer we stay alive, uh, the better, right? That's right. Uh, listen, you got no argument to counter for me on that. <laughs> well, thank you so much for 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 um, being on the program today and uh, sharing your story. Thank you. From yeah, no problem. From what it sounds like, guys, um, Jeff is going to be doing this again. Um, and you said January, right? January is is when he's going to kick this thing off again. And as this episode uh, debuts in the new year. Um, make sure that you guys hit him up and we're going to give you his Instagram because his Instagram is really, really good. Um, just in terms of, you know, projects he's working on in, in his day to day. And he's really good at documenting, um, these things when, when it happens. So, um, you know, again, this is, this is something where, um, it's not easy for everyone. And I would imagine, um, as he just previously said, even if you, you know, you probably had some sugar or something like that, you can still power through. Um, or even if you decide to go at it alone, you know, in a group setting, um, you know, maybe lead your way up to it. I, I, I find that I don't do well with cold turkey. Uh, when I started converting to egg whites you, during a period, you know, I went from having four regular eggs to like maybe one egg and put making the rest egg whites, right? So, um, you know, use this opportunity in this space before you do a challenge, man. Give yourself maybe a pre-month of, you know, maybe you 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 reduce the amount of sugar you're having and then you say, you know what, now I'm going to go into the month with no sugar. Um, if yeah. I could give any, yeah, from my personal experience, when I've, my success stories is um, um, do things in moderation um, regarding that. But he is going to, I'd like for him, if he's okay with it, to share his Instagram so you can follow him. Um, yeah. And then, you know, if he has any other challenges and things like that, he can inform you guys. So Jeff, yeah, now's the opportunity to to share any uh, social media um, handles that you have for people to follow you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, the my personal Instagram is uh, my full name. It's Jeffrey Restrepo underscore. Uh, it's spelled J-E-F-F-R-E-Y-R-E-S-T-R-E-P-O, underscore. I shouldn't probably make it something that's easier to find or what. <laughs> but, yeah, you could uh, find me there or you could find me on Facebook. It's the same name, just my first and last name. Um, I do have that no sugar group that I'm planning to. I don't know if with Facebook you can edit a group or if you have to start a brand new one. But I was thinking for the new year, I wanted to start, you know, see how many 30-day challenges I can do for the new year. Uh, just because it was such a successful thing for me that I did for like the first time ever. I never really did any 30-day challenges before, or at least that none that I can think of. And I also never did the sugar challenge. But it, it just worked so well for me that I just want to keep it going and, and see how many people I can help along the way. And we can all do this as a group. There you go. And yeah, we'll definitely have his handle up there. Jeff, if you change, happen to change your uh, handle before this, uh, this episode airs, let me know. But it will definitely be yeah. at the top of the screen scrolling by um, for our people that are watching on, uh, on our YouTube channel. Um, but again, thank you, Jeff, so much for um, taking time to embark on, you know, to, for taking time to speak to us and then sharing your um, personal uh, story in embarking on this journey. I think it's an incredible journey. I think um, physically you benefited from it. Um, it's also a mental thing too. I think people don't realize that um, if I was the way it, I don't know, I'm, I would say 75% mental, 25% body just because you're, you're not really 
it's not your body that's fighting it. It's your mind, right? Like yeah. your mind is the one telling you, Hey, go get some sugar. It was happening here and, and you being stronger there. So, you know, you've proven yourself in that regard. And I think it's pretty dope. And you know, you're definitely a friend of the show. So, um, you know, any other challenges or anything like that in terms of where you're helping people, um, not only yourself, but definitely if you, if you're doing something on a large scale where you're helping people, you know, I'd definitely like to have you back on to discuss that because I think what you're doing is really, really good work. Um, and it's, it, it's, it's caters to what I want to do, which is just, you know, put content out there that's meaningful, um, that people can, um, benefit from. Right. So thank you again, Jeff. I, I appreciate you for, for stopping by and sharing your stories. And again, guys, if you pre- appreciate the program and you, and, and you like what the content that we're putting out, we are asking you to please follow us. We are trying to grow our social media presence. So uh, we are fit health. Well, pretty much everywhere. We're fit health well on Instagram. We are fit health well on our website.com. We are also fit health well on Facebook. We have a Facebook group if you guys would like to join. And we also have a Facebook page um, where we just share health related uh, news articles and things of that nature. So, um, and then also the YouTube channel, you could Google us as, I mean, YouTube us as well at fit health well, um, as we will be bringing you not only interviews, but other content in the, in the new year as it relates to fitness and health. So thank you guys again. And again, if you guys want to be on the show, if there's anybody out there um, who do you think would fit our platform, you can shoot us an email at fithealthwell at gmail.com. Again, thank you guys uh, so much for tuning into our episodes um, every time that we put them out every Friday. I'm pre- I appreciate that and I am grateful for it. And until the next episode, you guys have a great day. Yeah.